So hi everyone, uh, welcome to my YouTube channel slash podcast and basically the show is called uh, Insights of the Ankeda. So Insights of the Ankeda is something that basically just sprung up on me. I've been trying to start a YouTube channel for a while and I've always been interested in, you know, some, like in some sort of, you know, broadcast. So this is what I came up with. This is how I'm trying to, you know, express myself, share my opinions and basically interact with people that I wouldn't otherwise interact with. So essentially what I'm trying to do with my YouTube channel and my podcast is that I'm trying to understand the different issues that basically young people in South Africa face, how they're trying to change the status quo and uh, what they've done so far in respect of trying to change those dreams. So without further ado, as I said, my name is Ruben Levelo. And yeah, I think by, you know, simple way of introduction, I'm a young young South African, uh, young proud South African. And I'm very passionate about community development. I'm very passionate about social entrepreneurship. I'm very passionate about the law. I'm very passionate about how, I think I'm more, like, I'm more passionate about how, you know, the law can be used as a, as a social constructive tool to get South Africa to uh, a specific point in our young democracy where we could try and, you know, basically live up to the potential that the world has come to expect of us. And before we even owe it to the world, we owe it to ourselves as South Africans to try and come up with solutions. And so through this journey, I'm going to try and speak to as many young South Africans that I think can make an impact and have the potential to make an impact in the social conversations that we're having, uh, the national conversations that we're ha having, and how their specific innovation is trying to, or attempting to rather, uh, change what the current state of our country is. So um i think i've in my my you know my short time on this earth i've uh, come to meet a lot of young people who are quite intelligent who are passionate who are driven who are disciplined who are perseverant and i think that the people that i'm going to be interacting with um are, are people that really you will tell from what they're trying to do and in whatever form they're trying to do it uh, are trying to basically change the country. So we as the South African youth have been for many years discounted and, you know, besides the different social movements we've been having for the past five years, from Fees Must Fall to Fees Must Fall 2.0 to Afrikaans Must Fall, um, we, 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 we have you know, grab the dialogue in this country and we've dictated what the dialogue is. The five, past five years have seen, you know, quite a number of young parliamentarians go to parliament because they've, I think the, the, the current state is understanding that there is no conversation without the youth conversation. So uh, I'm trying to, you know, bring all my skills and I think you can you can tell that I, I I love talking, and I think that the people that I will be talking to will inspire change, and somehow I hope they inspire you 
to get to a point where you realize that we have to be done waiting. We are the people that we've been waiting for. And we are the people that should get us to the point where, you know, we are moving forward as a country. So without, you know, saying more than that, uh, I think I'm going to give you a perspective of what I think the current state of the country is, how I think that we should get to a different point as a country and what I think, you know, or how I think we should, we, we are going to get that. And this is inspired by a conversation that I had with uh, one of my great mates, uh, Bongi Ngozi Mudao, uh, who's a young, young entrepreneur who's trying to find his world, you know, his own way in, uh, in the business world. And I you know I'll quote from a couple of uh, I'll quote a couple of things that he said to me, uh, and how they've inspired me to get to this conversation. But without further further ado, welcome to Insights of a Young Kader. Look, to paint a basic picture of what the state of South Africa is, uh, I think I should, let's imagine a ship, a ship that essentially we have, the previous captain had, well, sort of a vision, but nobody actually saw the vision because he was preoccupied with other things. And now imagine a lackluster crew to couple that with the visionless captain. Now, the ship has heavy cargo. And with that heavy cargo, it is just mutiny in his own crew. Now, the visionless captain obviously is our former president. And obviously people were moving forward. We're not trying to, you know, hackle him to death. He has his own problems. But what he has left the state in is, is something that's basically borders on criminality. In some respects, it is criminality. Now we go to his crew. His crew was basically not even trying at times. There were individuals who could be, you know, pulled out of the group and to be said, look, you're doing good enough. Not excellent, good enough. And now think about the cargo. The cargo is a, you know, rampant unemployment, rampant corruption, lawlessness, crime. And the only thing that was keeping that ship together was the judiciary. Now, once you imagine that, to add on to the cargo, there's a growing population, poverty. And obviously we can, like, we can go into the amount of other things that just added on to what South Africa was facing at that time. Now, we've gotten a new president and we've got a new cabin. The cargo is very much still heavy, heavy and there's no mutiny, but there are still some, some pretty displeased people from the previous administration. So we're not even going to entertain or even talk about that historical aspect of what the previous term was, but it goes to what the problems are currently in our country. The new captain has found it very, very hard to actually direct his ship. His vision has been shot left, right and center. Sometimes we don't even know what the vision is. 
is fighting side battles with different pirate crews, mutinous people who are trying to, you know, spread disorderly conduct, whatever you can may call it. But we are finding ourselves in a in a pretty precarious situation as a country. Our, our president, since coming into office in what June, July, we don't know what he's done. But that is the picture. Unemployment is rife, crime is high, poverty is very, very, very still high. And I feel like I don't think I've ever felt as despondent as I've ever like as I felt during the you know the previous term of the previous president. But the picture is grim. We have to get to a point where the country is, you know, progressing. Even if it's two steps a year, they are steps. You know, that nice Tumamina song, I can't even listen to it because, you know, the current leader also, he ruined the song for me. But, you know, we're fighting a lot of battles, I think, just to sum it up. And honestly, the youth has has been the most patient, I think, portion of the population since democracy, since the dawn. So currently, I'm trying to figure out where I am trying to lie and I'm trying to speak to people I believe can make the change. Um, last month I, we spoke to you know entrepreneurs in my town and these are people who are very hopeful of what we're trying to do as a country and those are the people for me who can progress us into the new future and obviously it take, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while to get to the place where we need to get but i believe that the country is very firm in the idea of a united front although hard at times although people are pulling against you know what we're trying to do but i think we can get to a place where we are i think content enough to advance and to overlook the fact that we have not succeeded at most times and to get to a point where we agree that these are the steps, these are critical steps that need to be taken at this moment in time. And this is without fear, favor, or prejudice to ourselves, firstly. Because I think we've put ourselves on a back burner for a very long time. And obviously that can be interpreted in a very in like in a lot of ways, but all just interpreted in the most positive of ways that you may see fit. But I I strongly believe that the current leadership can get us to where we need to get. How they'll get us there, we don't know, because you know, as I said, they're busy with side side hustles and side more well, side fights, and you know, it's just a lot. But that's not this platform. This platform is to give a platform, like a space where entrepreneurs, people are trying to change the country, people who are basically forging forward with what they believe is the era and the dawn that we need to get to. So. Keep that in mind when you're listening to these conversations and understand what we're trying to do. Because this, this is not even for us. This, this is for our children. We have to work as hard as our parents because we have more than our parents. So you're asking, how do we get there? How do we get to a point where we fend for ourselves, we learn at the same time, and we 
create the change that is required? I don't know. I don't have the answers, unfortunately, because I'm on the same journey as everybody else. I'm on the same journey to find myself. I'm on the same journey to build my future. And I'm on the same journey to find a network that can get me, this country, and everybody else in this world to a point where Africa is recognized as the world leader that it is, where Africans take each other seriously, where Africans respect each other. And I believe that it is on that journey that we should be guided by robust leaders, people who will not compromise on their moral integrity, people who only, not let's scratch that, people who always share for South Africa. So robust leaders, I mean people who are going to not take no for an answer, people who are not going to succumb to corruption, people who are not going to be dictated to by people who have looted the state, who have gotten us here as a country, and people who have none, nothing actually, have done nothing or who care nothing about us as South Africans. We need less planning. We plan a lot. We have so many fucking plans. Um, excuse my language. We have so many plans. We need to start doing. You know, the NDP has been there for how long? How long are you going to be quoting you know, a piece of paper like it's self-executing? We need to get to points where we understand that shit is not self-executing. The country's a mess, as I always say. And my friends would always ask me, how do you fix it? And I never have answers because the country is generally a mess. So we need direction though. We need to pull in the same direction. Firstly, South Africans. And secondly, as Africans. It's disappointing that South Africans have always had to be reprimanded for doing what I call dumb shit. And, and that's putting it lightly. We can't identify our enemies. We can't point at who's on our team. When it's so clear, so crystal clear that the people who are on our team are the people who are on this continent. But how? I believe that the youth of this country firstly and the youth of this continent are the future. We have people who've been occupying seats of power for so long that we don't even know what they've done. They don't even know what they've done. They've only been there for their selfish, selfish, <laughs> I nearly said something, but they've only been there for their own selfish gain. And we need to get to a point where these people are removed and these people are put into retirement. That sounds hella killy, but I'm sorry. That's the only way I could put it. We need to get to a point where young people are given the mantle and young people are given the opportunity to run. How are we supposed to value the minerals that are underneath this earth or underneath this continent without having the experience as to how we negotiate for them, how we finance their excavation, and how we finally get them produced to be for our own gain and our own advancement first 
and to give freely to the world as we please at whatever price that we please at some point we need experience and we the youth we are the people we've been waiting for we are the people that you know what the people we've been waiting for i think i can't even put it more than that <laughs> yeah but we need to get to a point where we start believing in ourselves we believe in our abilities and we obtain insight from our kader well kaders actually so please join me on this journey be with me for however long and meet new people network and add value so till the next episode cheerio thank you bilo thank you mali thank you progression as jigi have a good night